We here at Spotify have been under fire recently for amplifying COVID-19 misinformation. In fact, our podcasts have faced so much scrutiny that most people haven't even noticed that we're also spreading misinformation with music. Introducing Spotify Misinformation Playlist. All your favorite songs strategically assembled in an order that results in harmful inaccuracies. You'll get, I heard the shot changes the shape of you. One day you're only human, the next day she-wolf. 50% homo sapien, 50% lady coyote. Everybody will say, oh my God, who let the dogs out? Our playlists are sure to have you moving your body away from medicine. Did you know the COVID vaccine may cause discoloration of the urine or feces? And also big balls, testy inflation, swollen nuggets, and gigantic jewels. After I got vaxxed, my humps hurt. So log on to Spotify, where we hit shuffle on your understanding of basic facts. Yours truly, Brit Summers, at thebritsummershow.com. Presents the sweet sound of success. The tune voted best. The number one tune this week. Are the Olympics over yet? Come on, CNN, do some news. Enough with the Olympics already. I don't care. Ah! Neither does Transvision Vamp. They don't care either. Nobody cares about the Olympics. It's about as interesting as an anti-vaxxer tennis bomb. James and Transvision Vamp. Hard to believe that. 
Hard to believe that's from 33 years ago, 1989. Well, rock was still alive back then. You're listening to The Brit Summer Show on 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. And yes, I am still here. Haven't heard anything to the contrary. And I am broadcasting live this week from the Sudetenland. (laughs) Which I always thought... (laughs) That meant a nation of people uh, on Sudafed. But no, it was, a, it was a collection of the conquered countries by uh, the Nazis. And in our case, in Flada, it, it relates in the sense that we have uh, conquered counties. In uh, Ron Death Sentences, Sudetenland, where in the villages, it's not Sudetenland, it's Sedateland. They're all sedated with their medications there because uh, they're... When, if they're off their meds, they become hostile Nazis. Like this. White power! There you go, white power! See, he, he wasn't on his meds that day. I have no cavities, I have no teeth. Yeah, yeah the villages is going to be the voting block to overcome. The one obstacle that we have to vote five to two on. And that's even tougher now since they're voting there 50 times each for their favorite Republican candidate. And then even if our candidates do win, we have a legislature in place that will overturn that vote. So, uh, yay! That's even if we get to cast our vote, because we'll, we'll have the DeSantis black shirt army hovering over our heads as we cast our vote at the precincts. That's why mail-in voting is more important than ever, and there's been some changes to that <laughs> that I really want to get to. If I get some cooperation, I'm working on uh, I'm working with somebody who is connected to the uh, supervisor of elections office. And when he gets back to me, I, I get this much I can tell you because uh, they're changing the way you mail in your vote. And I want to let my audience in on what they're doing. And so far, what I've found is that if you <laughs> you have to sign after you vote and all this, you put it in the envelope After you close the envelope, you have to sign it. If you don't close the envelope, your signature gets under the flap the way they've got it designed. And if the flap covers any part of your signature, your vote will be discarded. So yeah, it's little puzzles like that that you have to be made aware of. And I'm dying to make a PSA about it, but I haven't heard from anybody yet. And I need authorization for that. And I want to thank the uh, current management for lack of anything else, whoever's left there, uh, they're going to continue running my PSAs on the air. And I really appreciate that. Uh, and it's for the benefit of the audience and for the radio station, since there's still a requirement, believe it or not, by the FCC to run PSAs in uh, interest of the public commons. It's still there. So with that, uh, I'll, I'll do more. But on, only if I get the information I need. So how about that Super Bowl last week, huh? I wouldn't know. I didn't watch. But I did watch the best of commercials on the following day, which is... (laughs) You don't have to watch the game. (laughs) I can just go on YouTube. Uh, Everybody runs the uh, top uh, commercials that ran on the Super Bowl. And I've got to say, far above all the others, there were some good ones. But far and away, the best one to me was the Sopranos with Meadow and AJ. It made you really want him to to reboot that show. And by the way, David Chase made that spot. I mean, he directed it. So that's why the open was perfect. It was just like the show. It had the real Satriali's Deli, the one in Kearney. The, the, the one they might mocked up in uh, the show was uh, in uh, Patterson. Why they did that, I don't know. Oh boy, that was well done. Already scenarios are popping up all line. It's a new meme, how they can reboot the show with Meadow and AJ. And you think about it, it would be fine. Why not? A new generation of Sopranos. But that that's my bird's eye lowdown on uh, the, the Super Bowl. Well, as it turns out, the truckers in Ottawa and Canardadia, they, uh, <laughs> they dissipated because I guess uh, word got out to them that the trucks would be impounded. And once they're impounded, they'll never afford to get them out or the company will take them to court for the fees 
to get the truck out of the compound. And we'll never know how many truckers lost their accounts or lost their jobs over it. And it would seem to me uh, this thing turned out to be such a bad idea. All the fears, which I, I had too, of the truckers pulling the same stunt in this country and cities across this country. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. No. Because when, when there are consequences in place for that type of civil disorder, of what they were trying to do is shut the Canadian government down, that goes beyond a protest. And although it wasn't violent, it was, they, they, they stopped commerce is what they did, what they tried to do. And that's what they would do here. But, like I said, words out that that's not a good idea. Not if you want to keep driving a truck. And as I said last week, I could have retreaded or re-sang the uh, C.W. McCall bit that I did about the abortion convoy, <clears throat> which they still have those. But uh, I didn't want it because I knew this story would burn out fast. But there I was. It's still in my bloodstream. So I went ahead and did it. And Ernie, if you're listening, you'll appreciate this because uh, <laughs> it was my Dave Dudley song that I did for Janet Reno originally. Now I can play it because it's current. Everybody didn't think about it. It's not current no more. Ain't gonna get the vaccine. I don't want my brain magnetized. Don't want my balls to swell up to a giant economy size. No, the vaccine ain't for me. I don't believe in good hygiene. And I'm gonna block the road because I'm a really dumb trucker asshole. I got my AM talkers to tell me how I should think. I'm on a steady diet of cranking and vitamins. I got my stuffies, new got rolled, and an empty water bottle of gold. Now I'm gonna block the road, cause I'm a really dumb trucker asshole. Yeah, I'm gonna protest with my 18-wheeler rig. And that's a point made best by a smelly redneck pig. Gonna run over those lefties and just tell them that I did not see. And I'm gonna block the road cause I'm a really dumb trucker asshole Yeah, I'm gonna block the road cause I'm a really dumb trucker asshole Yeah, I had to do it. I just had to get it out of my system. I don't know why. There's nowhere to send it to. I think Nicole Sandler played it, but uh, that's about it. <laughs> nobody, nobody plays that stuff anymore. Like I said, I've been out of work since 2009. So has the price of oil gone up? The price of a barrel of oil has it peaked to the level that Vladimir Putin, you darn tootin', uh, has it risen to the level he wants yet? Because that's what this Ukraine thing is all about. He needs to make more money. And not to mention, he, he wants to make Biden look weak because he wants to have another ally to run this country. Thing is, he, what I don't understand about that is he sells his gas to Europe. So their gas will be hiked up. Our gas is hiked up already, not because of Russia, but just because they're they're gouging us. Now, I said uh, a few shows back, well, maybe a, few, a couple months ago, because we, we had a spike in gas prices last year. Of course, everybody, it's Biden's fault. It's Biden's fault. Uh, because everyone has a short memory, when, the, when COVID first hit, although it wasn't officially a lockdown, but everyone was quarantining, nobody was on the road, if you'll recall. They, they spotted coyotes in New York City. The streets were that barren. Nobody was driving anywhere. And the price of gas plummeted in some places, I can tell you in this area, to 99 cents a gallon just to get people to buy gasoline because nobody was driving. Well, what happened was, once everybody got on the road, they, of course, they had to make up for lost time, and it went back up to, well, I think around, well, in this area, around 265, 280, and then it went up a little higher because one of the refineries was hacked by Russian hackers, and, uh, and then it went up again. And I, and I have to say that that was the only time I would cut the oil industry some slack on my criticism about how they, they usually, uh, from the uh, 
Arab oil embargo in the 70s on up. They inflate things that are going on so they can inflate their prices. They lie to us and make up stories, pull things out of their ass to have an excuse for this, an excuse for that, to, to just jack the prices up. Uh, but when they got hacked, which that really happened, I didn't say nothing. I mean, it's like, okay, well, naturally, they're going to have to make up the difference on that. And then, coupled with, they have to make up the difference on about a year of lost profits uh, when COVID struck in uh, 20. Okay, that's well understood. But now, you know, they're well caught up with all that now. And now... It's just gouge time, baby. Just gouge right up our ass. There is no excuse for this. Because, uh, like I said, three months ago, I said, see, I was right. The price of gas did come down. And it did. It came down here to around uh, 245, 250 a gallon, which is where it was before the pandemic. And then it went up again. And now it's uh, hovering for the cheapest gas in my area is three fifty a gallon. And it's not that they need it. And it's not about Russia or any kind of uh, sociopolitical events going on. It's just because they want to make profits. That's all it is. It's all it is now. And I always said, if you don't, if the oil companies, if, if you're listening, oil companies, if you don't want us to hate you, despise you, loathe you, if you don't want us to do that, Bring and you're going to charge those kind of prices. Bring back the incentives, the little premiums you used to offer, like uh, each time you fill up, you get a free set of dishes, or uh, at at minimum, with each tank you get a free car wash. They used to do things like that, but that that went away a long time ago because they they discovered that <laughs> why bother? You're going to buy your gas no matter what we do, and you're going to pay the set price because you got no choice now. And he keeps the world and the edge of their seats as uh, he uh, just counts the profits, which is all the more reason, you dumbass rednecks out there, solar energy, electric cars, yeah, well, okay, so no wonder you're allying yourself with uh, Russia and and, uh, Saudi Arabia, the people who attacked us on 9-11, the Saudis, That's that's who you align yourself with. Because in 2022, here's a, here's a news flash. As far as oil's concerned, uh, as far as transportation and oil, don't need it no more. And I'm a motorhead. That's coming from a, a, a lover of bone crusher cars going way back. A lover of cars that get 11, maybe 7 miles per gallon. Like a 71 Buick Riviera, which I wish I could have. They used to call it the fat man's race car, but everybody else knew it as the boat tail. Or, or what did I see online the other? Oh, something that really looked good. A 59 Oldsmobile. That car was like 22 feet long, weighed over 5,000 pounds, and probably got six miles per gallon. But I love them. I, I, I mean, here's the thing you're not considering. There will always be fuel available. What us leftist libtards are talking about is... We need an alternative to that. No one's going to take your gas away. Just you can use it more for more fun and more leisure. And think about it. If you're in a car collecting hobby, you've got a budget for that. For parts, or for whatever you need for a car. Uh, and obviously, you budget the gas because you know it's a big. So what's the big difference? Your A to B transportation, your, your just regular car. Does that have to be a pig too? No. No, it does not. But you can still have your guzzler. And, they, and, and the talking point they use is, if everybody goes to electric cars, which it looks very possible within 10 years' time, if that happens, they're going to take the gas pumps away. There won't be gas anymore. You won't be able to get... Let me tell you something. Not only will gas still be available, but they, they still sell uh, 105-octane gas in certain places, like you used to get for 35 cents. I think it's like... For the 105 octane, it's like, I don't know, five bucks a gallon or something. Because it's hard to get. But it's there. It is there. And if you drive that kind of car, that will come under the category of a specialty item. And you're going to need specialty gas. And if you're driving a car earlier than 67, 
you have to add lead to the gas or you have to add an additive to the current gas, which is ethanol, 70% ethanol, so that the car runs properly. You still got to put an additive in it. Come on, you know it's a pain in the ass, but you'll love it because that's what you do. I'm the same way. Believe me, if I can afford it, I'd have the 59 Oldsmobile Rocket 88 (laughs) convertible. I love those old cars. Just because they were based on imagination, fun design. Auto engineers and designers just going wild, having fun with it. And that's what makes those cars so fascinating now. Now it's just buttoned down common sense vehicles. I mean, I'm talking about within the affordability range. Of course, if you want an electric, if you want a good electric with any kind of range at all, then you'd have to spend 40000 or better. And people who can well afford to put gas in the car are the only ones who can also well afford an electric vehicle. I can't. Isn't that something? If you don't need the money, it's there. But if you need the money, too bad, you got to spend more. And there was a a new electric vehicle that was uh, advertised on the Super Bowl called the Polestar. (laughs) The ad was trashing Elon Musk, and deservedly so. And the Polestar looks just like my Kia. So I'm looking at this, and of course they don't say the price on the ad. And I'm looking at this, and could that be like a $22,000, $23,000 electric vehicle with a 300-mile range? Could that be? And then I went online, and then I found out, no, they started $50,000. And it looks like my car. And their range is, uh, embarrassingly, uh, under 300. Now, if you got an electric car, battery-driven car, you should at least get what a gas-powered four-cylinder would get you, which is around four, or in some cases, 500 miles per tank. It's, 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 it's apologetic is what it is. They don't go the full length. It's like when electric, with the exception of the EV1, most electric cars, they're, they're, they're embarrassing to be seen in. They're not good-looking cars. Now they're starting to make good-looking cars. Something you'd be proud to be behind the wheel of. But you, you better have the money or you ain't going to have one. But that's it. That's what this uh, Ukraine thing is all about. And, and let me uh, point out something to my audience, because uh, I, I connected the dots where the rest of the media did not. Now, and it's beyond me why, because it's, it's pretty simple. It's all laid out. And, and I'll start from the beginning. This uh, And I did shows about it in 2014, eight years ago. Damn, it goes fast. Man. Uh, uh, yeah, 2014, if you'll recall, Russia, or as I call it, the Soviet Union, sent troops into Crimea, where they were crying me a river, and uh, the troops were unmarked. There was no badges, there were no name tags. They were obviously Russian troops. They went into Crimea. And they, they took that over, and uh, they wanted to take over Ukraine. <laughs> they, they didn't take over Ukraine, obviously. Well, but uh, he, he sent them in, and they were called the Little Green Men. And Putin at the time denied it. It isn't. They are not Russian. Well, they speak Russian. They smell Russian. They, they, they have Russian uniforms, but, but there's no marking on it. And then they coxa-hoisted a Russian flag when they did it. So obviously, it was Russians. And uh, he denied it. But, but here's where I connect the dots. Do you remember back in July 20 when there were protests in Portland, Oregon? And Trump or Barr or one of them dispatched these, I suppose, probably Stephen Miller, dispatched these unmarked soldiers in unmarked vans that at one time they claimed that they were border patrol. And at another time they claimed they were Mercenaries like 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 Blackwater or something, and another time they claimed they were, they were from uh, Homeland Security, but they these were first of all if you look at the video, fat, out of shape, white, oh yeah very white, pudgy, douchebags masquerading in military style uniforms, but no markings, no IDs, no name tags, no nothing, and the vans too the vans were rented obviously. And they were just uh, randomly picking up uh, protesters in Portland, tossing them in the van. And I don't know, I, 
the reports are sketchy. They, they brought them to the police station. They say that sounds like the nice way it went. But I wonder how many of those protesters were disappeared. Now, if you connect the dots to the way that operation went and the one in 2014 in, uh, in Crimea, kind of the same, isn't it? Don't you figure that maybe Putin was kind of pulling the strings there to help out Don? Or at best, advising. And, and that's another thing. Maybe he uh, asked if Don was on the phone, you know, like Casey Kasem. Is Don on the phone? And Don was on the phone quite a lot. Russia, are you listening? They were, and uh, they, they offered their input on uh, how to destroy this country. And that was part of it. Same identical operation. Unmarked cops, or whatever they were, unmarked soldiers. And it worked. It worked. They got away with it. And of course, the press, they, <laughs> that was swept under the carpet. And you only heard about that so much because they got more important things to talk about, like uh, the Olympics and the, uh, they're still talking about the tennis bum who won't vax. Well, why am I making that connection? To make it clear that, well, there you go. That's exactly what happened. Putin called the shots in our country back in July 20. Now, I gotta, I'm going to put something out there for MSNBC, CNN, and the other three. Just stop it. Stop dignifying Trump with the, with the well, the former president, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Stop it already, will you? Don't dignify that, that fat, smelly douchebag, that insane maniac. Why do you keep dignifying him with that? Well, the former president. And then uh, at times still... On the networks we watch, we still hear President Trump. We don't hear the former. They still do that. Stop it already. From now on, make it Don. Despot Don. Is Don on the phone? And speaking of despots, this governor here, this death sentence with his, with his private police and his Nazi base, which I include the villages in that, those are... Retired Nazis. That's where they congregate. It's, it's adult congregate living for retired white supinacists and uh, Nazis. The villages. Oy, 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 oy. With their voting for uh, Republicans five and ten times each. And the Republicans, they, they don't view that as a voter fraud. <laughs> no. Because they're, they're, that's their base. And they're just the right shade of white. But it hasn't happened yet. It's gonna. Uh, they want to ban books here and burn the books. Why? Because they're Nazis. And the bill they're bound to pass with a simple majority is SB 1300, which is, uh, it doesn't just ban books. It uh, privatizes schools. So, uh, it, please, everything here is a... The best word to describe Florida is <clears throat> catastrophe. But it just goes to show you there, there is no more Republican Party in, in the sense of what it used to be. At all, even if it wasn't that great before, it's gone. It's dead. Because now it is a pro-Soviet, pro-communist, an anti-American terrorist cell. <laughs> This march you're hearing was called the Book Burning March. It was written for Nazi Germany. And they would play this as they were burning the books. Are we heading this direction? Well, if the broadcast media has its way, yes, we are. Because now the RNC is now the NNC, the Nazi National Committee. They're uh, proud of it. They're bragging about it. When they say that an insurrection against the United States of America is nothing more than legitimate political discourse, when they support the overthrow of the U.S. government when this governor of this state supports Nazism 
and anti-gay legislation as this is happening, yeah, they should be playing this. So what is it going to be, death sentence? What's it going to, what do you want? You can't be black. You can't teach history. You can't be gay. You can't be handicapped. What do you want? What are you going to do with us, Ron? Throw us all in the gulag? Throw us in the cooler? What are you going to do, short dictator? And, and you're talking about communism? You don't know what the definition of communism is. Especially the Cubans in Miami who go, Comunista, Comunista, all the time. But have no problem buying goods at Walmart. A completely Chinese company. There's nothing American in their stores. You're supporting a communist proletariat. You've got no problem with that. You see, because uh, our educational system is so lame, so poor. Not, not, not in a, a certain states, but the, especially Florida. It's so bad. The kids don't even know the, the definition of communism because it's being redefined on the air on AM Hey Talk Radio. Communista, communista. No. How about fascista? How about that? Because that's what you are. The fascist national committee. And you, you can't talk to these people. Their brains are locked up tight. They don't want to hear a difference of opinion. They don't want to hear any ideas. They don't want to have a discussion on any topics. Their mind is made up because they want to please their talk show hosts on television and their talk show hosts on the radio. Because they actually think any of these vaxxed talk show hosts, uh, they'll all uh, reach a hand uh, through the screen and shake their hand. Good job. Well done. I don't know what they think the goal is here. and They're not pleasing anybody. If you think that you're going to be pleasing your talk show hosts, they don't care. They're taking their million-dollar checks after they spew their hate and go home. And for the most part, some of them don't even buy what they're talking about. But that's what you want to hear, isn't it? Are we heading down that path? Yeah. And... We have a Democratic Party that's really not doing much about it. Their excuse is, one, we don't want to look partisan, and two, if anything bad happens, why, we'll just litigate it. Okay? Litigate this. Because the way things are going in this country, and especially in the state of Florida, it's really looking like a fascist takeover to me. And that's why, uh, two years ago, they were, Antifa, it's Antifa, it's anti-fascist. Yeah, because, yeah, anybody who isn't a fascist is anti-fascist. Every GI that fought in World War II was an anti-fascist. But don't bother telling them that. They're convinced otherwise. You'd be wasting your time. No, they're Nazis. They're dirty Nazis, and quite literally so. They won't take a vax because they won't take a bath. Right, Joe Rogan? You smelly wet dog worth a hundred million dollars. Wow. I I thought uh, the Swedish people were smart. I thought they had a good educational system. How can that guy be so stupid to throw a hundred million dollars away on an untalented bald douchebag? Ugly, too. God. So, So somebody tell the Swedes, tell that Swedish guy, uh, Daniel, that there's a, a wild tranny in South Florida that does a radio show, and, and, and she's worth $100 million, not so much about her content, but as opposed to Joe Rogan, at least she's easy on the eyes. Fixing the price, they're fixing the price. This country's in their control. That country without the O. Price, price high. Fixing the price. Price, price, high, it's in the price. They toy with us, no one seems to 
mind They can take advantage of us anytime Fixing the price They're fixing the price And it won't be long Before we're waiting in line Price hike Price hike Price hike Every time I drive my car into a gas station, the prices aren't coming down. Every now and then I try to make it to work with my gas gauge reading just above Maybe I should call my boss and take a day off and go and drink all the beers I can buy. Every now and then I get to wondering how the gas prices have risen so high. Get alone. Turn around my car Why won't the Saudis throw us a bone? Not enough cash in the bank I am counting change like a chump One good to a quarter of a tank To bother to go to the pump If oil companies were in such harms Gas prices would slowly get better It's the Saudis who are holding the line don't you remember what they did to us last time? I don't know what to do. We have to get some balls. We're running out of gas in all the car stores. We have to get gas back. Not getting it from Iraq. What a waste of an attack. Once upon a time, I could say fill it up. But now I take the bus like a chum. Don't know what to do A total rip-off at the pump A total rip-off at the pump Music From Boca, Brittany Music More music for the first part of the Brit Summer Show. Everybody under the tower, if there still is a tower. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Uh, although I hear, hear through the grapevine and through the cracks in the system that uh, they're not going to change much around here. So that could be good news, of course. There's been no meetings. There's been no memos. There's been nothing but silence. So I'll keep you posted as I am posted. And everybody likes a good posting now and then. So everybody under the tower, I'll see you here next week on 95.3. I think I will be on here next week. 95.3, 96.9, 103.9, 1470, WWNN. This is the WWN Network. WWNN. Want to do your part for democracy? Be a volunteer driver for Rideshare to Vote. Rideshare to Vote is looking for volunteer frontline drivers. You'll be trained in all aspects of voter rides, basic voting laws, special COVID-19 precautions, and the use of our phone app. 
To find out more, download the Rideshare Devote mobile app or call 888-977-2250 for more information. That's one word, rideshare2vote.com. And now, much more of Brit Summers. Radio Wonderful! that has worked with the Trump organization for years is cutting ties and says it can no longer stand behind a decade of financial statements from the former president's company. In a letter released as part of a disclosure from New York Attorney General Tisha James' civil investigation into the Trump organization, Mazars USA said the work they did from 2011 to 2020 should not be relied on. Hi, are you under investigation by state and federal authorities for tax fraud? And your personal accounts for over 10 years have sold you down the river? Then look no further than go around! Manston and Manston Accountants, I'm both of them. We'll represent you no questions asked from the comfort of our mobile home office. Do you have a toilet-based filing system? Do your children steal money from a cancer charity? Do you pay off porn stars and then lie about it? Who hasn't? At Manston and Manston, stop honking, I got my blinkers on! We'll take you on as a client no matter what. All we ask in return is a hot lunch and some gas money. So if you have laundered Russian money through two failing Scottish golf courses, call Manston and Manston today. And by call, I mean get a hold of my ex-wife. She'll know where to find me. Manston and Manston, we're two people for carpooling purposes. Thank goodness it's fun with Brittany Summers on the Brit Summers Show. Found the place for trans substantiation. The Brit Summers Show. Time once again for the Brit Summers obituary column. Willie Lee Cox, drummer for America, passed away a couple weeks ago. I just didn't have time to get around to it. So let's have a moment of lots of sound for Willie Lee Cox. She's a little piece of ass, but from music she don't know. Sampling from the past, this was our song, you know. Made the bass line stronger, the mix is longer, on and on it goes. You really blow, you hope. Mentor a highway, that's the real song. It sucks that these morons who sample our old songs always do it wrong. The chorus is gone, this blows. But the target demo's unaware, the little Xerox pimple heads don't care. 
Your talons between your legs down there I hope that you get lice in your pubic hair Your pubic hair I'd say Willie Lee Cox is worthy of a twin spin, wouldn't you? Yeah, you're going to get a twin spin on this. I don't usually do that on the open of the bottom of the hour, but this is the bottom of the hour, and I'm going to open it with that. Well, I hope I don't seem brazen, and I hope that you won't mind That I bought you a brand new razor for the bush between your thighs I don't want to hurt your feelings, but if you care at all about mine Then just try to trim a little off the side Trim your pubic hair a little In the middle and the side Not too small like a Hitler mustache Or like a triangle for pile I'd appreciate it You would shave it so I can graze it I don't want to wear a toupee when I'm down between your legs And it's smelling kinda gamey You could use a wax or shave I'm not treading through the jungle That forest of brillo that you've got Cause I feel like I'm having sex with ZZ Top Trim your pubic hair a little In the middle and the side not too small like a Hitler mustache Or like a triangle for pie Every time we do it After I chew it I need a toothpick Yeah, so how's Willie Lee Cox doing? You won't see him no more. No. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show on Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlow Channel, soon to be called South Florida Talk, Acast, Radio Public, and various and assorted other platforms that I'm not aware of. <laughs> and unfortunately, this show is still on Splatify, and there ain't nothing I can do about it. Okay, so... If it's there, it's there. I just wish I could cut off the feed for the new shows. I looked in my SoundCloud settings and uh, didn't see it. Oh, there's an RSS feed, but that's all. Uh, I, I don't know if they can change it. Anyway, as you know, this program is brought to you by you. And thanks all around to everyone who's contributed. And especially the Brit Summer Show, most highly valued underwriter and sponsor of the show, Ernie. Thank you for the lovely Valentine's Day gift, Ernie. I don't, you, you know, I don't usually have a remarkable Valentine's Day outside of the usual acknowledgments, but I had a real good one this year. First time I can actually say I had a, I had a real Valentine's Day this weekend. Oh! Anyway, I left out one America parody that I did. Uh, a lot of the comedy bits that I have in fact, too many of them, were uh, inside uh, the radio station, Yuma. And because back then, the Neil Rogers show was pretty much a soap opera of what was going on around the station. And uh, there was a, a WQAM at the time was uh, all sports, sports, except for the Neil Rogers show. And oddly enough, the Neil Rogers show was the only ratings getter on the entire station. So they were always in a frenzy about what to put on in the mornings as a lead-in to the Neil Rogers show, and I just could never get it right. So they, they, they put a three-person crew together in the morning, one of the many that they did, uh, and they, they couldn't come up with a name for the morning show. So programming was having meetings, and uh, they were asking, oh, what should we call it? What should we call the morning show? Which uh, featured uh, the illustrious uh, Jeff DeForest, who uh, talked like uh, Sheldon Leonard touting at the track. Uh, and I know 
my international audience has no idea what I'm talking about again, but I, I just want to roll this one out because I haven't played it in years. And it has to do with America because the drummer, Willie Leacox, passed away. And, well, I'm just pulling out all of the America parodies that I put together. So again, you won't understand what I'm singing about, but that alone is funny. There's a news show on Sport Old Radio that remains without a change. It's in the morning and they were boot camp trained, but they never came up with a name. UAM has a Sport Old Morning Show with no name since the first team has now gone away. The cast and crew essentially are the same. And the three sport holes that call every day. There's Gildy, Carolyn, and Depot, but there's no suds. Instead, they got Joe's and Kakakaki. He crushed it. That's entertainment. That's incredibly lame. Unless you're just a sport hole, that's completely insane. And QAM has a sport hole morning show with no name. Where I'll be giving you tips on the third and fourth race. It ain't the vice team, but me and Geldy remain. And I think he wants to see. Okay, Geldy, take it away. La 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 I used to have the A-track. La 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 You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. No, I've, I'm done explaining it, okay? You know, in uh, past shows, I've talked about, I talked about this uh, with Richie Pactor, who will be coming back on the show. Uh, these corporations that are adopting and paying the rights to them, but they're adopting these uh, hit songs, pop songs, rock songs to play under their spots on national television. Uh, that's fine, but my complaint as Portnoy would say, is that they don't credit who these performers are, these performers and artists who made these hit songs. I'm thinking that maybe they want to take credit as if it was a jingle written for their uh, product or services or restaurants. No, these were hit songs. Some go back 60 years that they're using to sell these goods. And one in particular is Heinz Ketchup. Now, let me state up front. I like Heinz products. I, I prefer their ketchup over Hunt's. I don't know why. But uh, Heinz is fine. But they're using this magic moment as a song for a ridiculous commercial. Uh, and not saying who it was. And did you know that what you're listening to when you see that commercial, that's Benny King. Benny King and the Drifters. Now, why can't they just, like, put that in small print under there? I mean, I understand they're paying their, their, their 60 cents <laughs> for royalties or whoever is still alive or the estates. But that was the Drifters from 1960 with lead singer at the time, Benny King, who was replaced by Rudy West later on. This magic moment Yeah, this is it from 1960. So different and so new was like any other until I kiss you And then it happened It took me by surprise I knew that you felt it too By the look in your eyes Sweeter than wine Softer than the summer night Everything I want I have Whenever I magic moment While your lips are close to mine will last forever Forever till the end of time You think they would bother to tell you who it was? No! And then of course uh, eight years later the one I like came out the one with Jane the Americans it was recorded in 1968, but it was a hit in 1969, so it was a nine-year difference. Jamie Americans covered it, and maybe their price was too high for Heinz Ketchup's ad agency to use this one. Sweeter than a wine, sweeter than wine, softer than wine. 
forgot to mention that uh, Howard Hessman died. Uh, Dr. Johnny Fever, who as a friend of the show, Steve Boone and bass player for The Love and Spoonful, uh, said in his book, he was not a nice guy. Had a real attitude. And my late friend, George Rodriguez, he once brought up a very valid point about all of the TV shows and movies like FM, which had a great score, but the story was ridiculous. And what was that Eric Bogosian movie about the talk show host who got killed? Which was a, a shame because it was a lousy movie and it was an interesting story. It was the clan that had him killed. Not Alan Burke. It was Alan Berg. He was playing Alan Berg and uh, it, it was terrible. But he brought up the point that there has never been a movie or a TV show that realistically portrayed life inside a radio station. Now, WKRP was created by Hugh Wilson, who did work in radio, and based the station on a radio station called KMET, and the goings-on there, and Dr. Johnny Fe- the character of Dr. Johnny Fever was based on Bobby Harper of WQXI in Atlanta, Long time, it's long gone. It's it's hate talk radio now. But back then, and Beasley owns that. Uh, back then it was called Quixie and Dixie. But the show itself, the way they wrote it, it was like, that stuff doesn't go. And the way they set it up with the way the disc jockey does his stuff, it was kind of close, but that was about as close as you'll get to it. TV show that lets you know what a radio station was like inside. It had some uh, Herb Tarlick the sales hole uh, with the plaid suits. <clears throat> that character they got right. I mean, how hard is it to do about a uh, radio salesperson? But it, that was the closest that it ever came. And the rest of it, I mean, it was, uh, the first two seasons were good. I enjoyed it. But after that, it got silly and stupid. And you can't watch it in the original broadcast quality because, uh, again, copyright laws. They had to pull all the real hit. They used real music in that show. And uh, they had to pull it all. So if, if you see the reruns of it, they, they put like uh, generic uh, garbage in there. But I couldn't let mentioning Howard Hessman go without playing this. Maybe if you've often wondered Why radio ain't what it used to be Instead of being fun with personality Now all you hear is the same C-R-A-P the stations that you used to love have all been sold. Five companies own everything on the dial. They're now run by consultants and big corporate holes who only care about the bottom line. That's why radio in every market sounds so crappy. I hope you enjoyed this show as much as I did doing it, especially the second half. You know what I'm hoping? I'm hoping that maybe this, this is, <laughs> you know, you could throw wishes to the wind. But this new owner for the radio station, I'm hoping that he turns this into a commercialized, fully licensed station where I can actually do full music shows and, and move away from the politics. I mean, there's no real moving away from it. You have to fall back in now and then. But I, I really enjoy doing the music segments. But like I said, that's going to do it for this week. I want to thank all of my affiliates, my real ones, uh, Skyhawk Radio, and especially them, because without them, I couldn't be pulling off all this music. Uh, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, South Florida Talk, and Radio Pubic, as in Sister Pubic Hair. I'll see you all again here next week. Until then, this is Britt Summer saying, You're getting it in my hair. Squirt, squirt. you find the fun. Around. The Brit Summer Show!